What it do, everybody? It is Men's Mental Health Monday here with Darius Pro Pittman and my brother Vince Great. How are you guys doing out there? What's happening? So good to see you guys. So good to be here. I am Pro Pittman once again. This is episode 50 of Men's Mental Five Health oh. Monday. Yes, sir. No here purple. on 251 Talk Radio. You guys so much for hanging out and guys so much for being here whether it's on spotify youtube or here live on stereo where you can join the conversation and leave a message we're happy to have you guys back here in 2023 it is a new year guys it is a new time you know we got all these things we can we can build on and perfect with ourselves you know and build within the new year so hope you guys are enjoying your new year and thank you for being here you know what i'm saying Vinny, how you feeling my brother I feel great. I just have to put this out there, man. Like the universe speaks to me dearly. Um, about a week ago, I was in Lambeau Field and we got the <laughs> brakes beat off of us because I'm a Vikings fan, you know. I can't even laugh. But y'all beat us yesterday, so yeah. Yeah, but yeah. the most important part is I'm marked safe from Go Pack Go until <laughs> September. Thank you, God. <laughs> Yes, the Green Bay Packers are out of playoff contention. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, Randall Cobb walked off the field like it may be their last time together. You know what I'm saying? So uh, here in Southern Wisconsin, that is a bone of contention or a reason to celebrate, depending on who you are. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes, your Vikings took care of us. We were three and fourteen. We weren't doing it anyway, so we get the last. I mean, uh, y'all didn't play y'all starters. We played our starters for one quarter. Right, man. We got the first pick in the draft, so we'll see if we, we mess that up or not, you know. So, but I digress. <laughs> this is Men's sure. Mental Health Monday, guys. A, a show where we come together once a week and talk about the stigma of men not speaking about how they feel emotionally, about us holding back our true feelings, about not being our true selves because we let mental issues or whatever the case, um, you know, get in the way of those things. You know what I'm saying? So we have this conversation here once a week on stereo. Um, we're so happy for you to join us. We are on episode 50 today. 50, 50, guys. 50 episodes of me and Vinny having this conversation of putting this into the air, of spreading awareness about men's mental health. Um, we're so happy to be here for our 50th episode, and we're going to keep it rocking to episode 100. So, episode yeah. 50. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Hold on. What? What? What's up? What happened? Well, what? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Shouts out to Kevin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Episode 50. You know. Power Cypher. 5-0, guys. Strong number. You know. Halfway to a century. Halfway to 100. You know. The halfway mark is uh, sometimes a subconscious thing in our life that we deal with a lot. Especially when you get you know, into your mid-30s, you start to feel that uh, that middle-aged crisis, you know, am I halfway through my life, you know, have have I reached a halfway point, what have I accomplished, what am I leaving here, you know, and um, those things that subconsciously affect you throughout your day, throughout your daily business, um, and hopefully they affect you in a positive way, to the point where you know you still have to grind, there's still work to be done, you know, um, me personally, I have an issue with mortality, I, I grew up not afraid of death, but just very much aware of it too early in my life. You know, one of my first memories is, uh, is my father's funeral. 
Um, and I remember it, you know, walking up to the casket, kissing his body. You know, I, I never forget that walk. And it was like, I was three years old, but I remember it vividly, you know. And so my pops died when he was 33 and my grandfather dying in his mid 70s. I have a, both sides of the spectrum to to lean on and to, to expect, you know, like, oh, shit, I should live for, you know, I should live, you know, for today and, and fuck the bullshit. And, you know, you could die when you're 33. So you should experience life and have fun now and don't worry about nothing. <sighs> or. My grandpa died in his mid-70s. Bro, take your time. You have plenty of time left. Build. You're going to see your family grow. Relax. Don't worry. You know, I, I I go back and forth between both of those. You know, they're like, oh, shit, you could die any moment now. Your friends are dying at this age. You know, what if you die tomorrow? Ah! You know, all the way up to, nah, bro. You're going to sit back like your grandpa and watch your kids' kids run around and enjoy life. And, you know, it's it's about me being an optimist, too. I'm a serial optimists guys like i can't <laughs> i can't deal with pessimism i can't live around it i can't i can't participate in it i i cup is always half full to me especially with the life i've lived as a child and the bullshit i went through it's very very hard for me to to go oh, woo boo hoo life you know oh life sucks and i don't want to be here anymore no i'm thankful to be here i'm very happy to be here I'm worried about how long I got still to be here, you know, when those things fuck with you and affect you, especially at our age, you know, the halfway point mentally and physically, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's not something I'm sure we all deal with, but it is something in particular that I deal with, you know what I'm saying? What about you, Vinny? You deal with mortality issues? You ever worry about that type of stuff? Uh, I think uh, I don't, and I think that's what uh, that's good. makes me, like, more acceptable for, like, death. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am not afraid to die. I'm actually excited. Um, not like as in like, please kill me now. No, it's more or less like I know that there's more to life than what is presented to us as far as our reality. And um, I think at an early age, I had to deal with death myself. I lost my brother. And that was like my role model and stuff like this. <clears throat> and uh, when when that happened, uh, you know, it definitely shook my whole world. And then I started understanding that, you know what? We all don't live forever. If it's one thing that we all have in common, it doesn't matter what color you are, man, woman, whatever. It, we, we are born and we die. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter if you're born for a minute or you're born for 89 years. We all live and we all die. And I think once you get closer to accepting that, hey, you know, everybody that I come in contact with is going to have to go through this. It just kind of makes it like a general thing. You know what I mean? Um, I just feel like with my experiences, like I've lost a lot in the last like three years, as far as uncles, my mom and stuff like that. But yet I'm still on my square. You know, a lot of people like commend me for that. They're like, man, when I lost my mom, when I lost my dad, um, I went through a very dark period. I didn't let myself get there. And maybe it's because of things that happened to me when I was uh, younger but I, I just understood death at a young age. And like I said, people can go through their whole life not understanding why, 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 trauma, you know? And I just think that, you know, every day, if I live to my full potential and I hold nothing back, I feel comfortable with saying, okay, I can go, you know? I want to see my kids grow just like the lesser people. I want to, I want to, you know, see them graduate i want to see them get married i want to have grandkids and stuff like that but if that's not in the cards for me i'm also okay with that too so for me it's about outlook perspective um and 
really how you dealt with your trauma from you know past years i read a quote when i was young that said when you learn how to die that's when you learn how to live you know um a man has two lives you know the first life starts after he realizes or the second life starts after he realizes he only has one you know um and it goes a long way you know especially when you when you experience loss and trauma you know the first memory i have of, of being alive is of my father being dead and so i had to as a child deal with that early a lot earlier than a lot of people and had to understand and deal with it fast you know what i'm saying like i got death and death was the first thing i got in life before i even got yeah, life and you know what I got death, to be you know what i'm saying to to piggyback off that just a little bit like you know that's how you started to pretty much remember life so i'm pretty sure like you know i was 12 years into life before i lost something that was that valuable you know what i'm saying so you started off like that so maybe that can be why our perspectives are kind of different on this you know what i mean no they're actually the same it seems like it just you know took different roads to get there 100 percent by where i am now you know oh. shit. <laughs> and we deal with death so much you know and with social media death is everywhere with you you know every day yes, you know sure. once a week you wake up and you hesitate to scroll to find out who done died or who done passed and that's just you know but that's just you know depending on if, if, if how you look at the situation period you know me being such an optimist i hope that when someone passes that you know not hope because i don't smoke the hopium i don't like to live off hope i like to have faith and not blind faith just faith in what i know you know so i just don't worry about other people's situations and other lives when it comes to that because mine is such a you know serious thing in my life so i try to make a point that i you know stay on top of the things that i want to have and 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 and, and live comfortably and live righteously so you know life can be good while we're here um a lot of times men get break broken down you know situationally uh masculine wise you know emasculated through life through situations to when they get to our age motherfuckers is just happy to be here you know like we said before sure. they're not sure. looking to push or try or, or strive anymore um and there's a lot of things that come along with that um there's a passage in the book that i've been reading the masculine in relationship uh by c.s youngblood that i want to read real quick to you guys about um a false version of masculinity that we deal with daily it says a false version of masculinity is the man who lives life emotionally and physically tightened up you know the type it shows in the way he walks usually the upper body is held very tightly the arms don't swing naturally the torso doesn't rotate the head doesn't move and the jaw is clenched it's as if he is doing a military march emotionally he is reserved and to the point of being shut down he's always fine even in situations he would naturally elicit emotion from any normal human, he dismisses emotion as something for weak men and women. Others may respect him or even be a little afraid of him, but they won't feel connected to him. He is not grounded in real personal power, or rather just contracted in self-protection. He is really just bracing against a fear, which he doesn't even acknowledge to himself. I have compassion for this man. He's condemned himself to a life of clenching, to maintaining a false front of untouchability. And this type of tightness will prevent any real sort of emotional connection with others. This is going to be a real problem in an intimate relationship. Even if the man is handsome, smart, and successful, women will eventually tire of his lack of emotional vulnerability. Now, I want to stop there real quick, you know, because we all know the tough guy, you know, the I'm good, nothing can hurt me, nothing can harm me, you know what I'm saying? You wonder when he goes home at night, does he actually admit how he's feeling does he deal with what that day has given him or is he just too tough is he has so much money to where his money keeps him happy you know is he not actually dealing with himself and what's going on around him and those around you can see that 
they may, you know, think you're cool or tough, but no one's going to feel you. No one's going to, you know, actually want to uh, connect with you um, because, you know, you're not taking the time to connect with yourself, which goes a long way. A man who is connected within himself and what he knows is wrong or right in his life and is working to keep it, you know, right or fix the wrong, that person honestly um, exudes so much more energy outside of itself. You know what I'm saying? That comes to other people, you know? Um, I've spent times in my life being the being that guy, being the tough guy who was pissed off all the time and mad and blaming the world for his issues and shit. And I'm cool, don't fucking worry about it. You know, and I had to open up. It's tough for me to meet new friends and have different experiences. Um, for me to honestly cry it out one day, you know, yeah. let it go and, and stop blaming everyone else or the world for my problems, you know what I'm saying? And realize that I'm in control. The man who acts like that is not in control really. As much as he thinks he is, no. he's not really in control. And to you, let now, go. You know what I'm saying? My my question for this is, do you think that? Because like from what from what that passion sounds, it sounds like it's like the person builds a wall, mm-hmm. whether the wall is tough or the wall is fake, fabricated or whatever. But I feel like if you build walls, it's what you build them of. If that makes any sense, because like if you build a wall where nobody can penetrate you, you know what I'm saying? That is the worst form of protection. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you're in a relationship, because if you build a brick wall that not oh, yeah. even the person that you spend every day with can tear down, that's where the lack of emotion comes from. But I just feel like most of these guys that walk around tough Tony, you know what I mean? They just, they're really, you know, it's a defense mechanism and they really need to reach out and get help. And I feel like, you know, oh, but if I do go get help, then I'm lesser of a man. So it's yeah. like, you're going to have to take your ego out of it. Especially Absolutely. when you're taking a wall down, because to me, walls are pure ego. So it's it's just on how you build a wall too. Because like I'm I'm like that. I will build a wall if I feel like, you know, like <clears throat> emasculated or something like that. I will build a wall up. But my wall's mm-hmm. not hard to tear down either. You know what I mean? Because like everybody, I feel like should protect themselves and protect their feelings and emotions. But if you overprotect them. What are you really doing for yourself? Right. What do you want? Do you want the connection or not? Yes. You know, I feel that we shouldn't build walls up. We should build doors. A door can still close something. I feel that. Still, you feel we can still keep something out. Mm. But if a person has the right key, they're allowed, you know, they're able to unlock it and open it up and to enter inside. Exactly. But I can also close it once they come in. I can close it back behind them. You know, so I like that. I like that, boy. I like you know? that. Yeah, we should build doors and not build walls, you know, Uh, especially when it comes to men's mental health, you know, allow people in if they are trying to be, you know, shit, you feel me knocking? Shit, well, let me in, you know what I'm saying? If a motherfucker ain't knocking, keep the door closed, you know, I don't need to, you know, not a window, you know, to where I want it to be a door where you can walk in, you feel me? So, but by my choice, and I just think it's important that we, you know, that we differentiate that type of behavior, especially within ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Um... Back to this passage, it says a physically superior man isn't necessarily born with a settled nervous system, the, the capability to, and desire to provide structure and the impulse to create safety for his woman. But his experience of the world has helped build his confidence over the course of his life. This man typically got whatever he wanted because of his looks and size. He intimidated the males and enticed the females. No one ever told the big guy no or ignored him. He doesn't even know what it would feel like. So his mind doesn't go to a place where he is fearful of these things happening. 
From this, his confidence and clarity was born. He rarely meets resistance, so he always assumes he'll get what he wants. So while he, his looks and size are a huge boost for him, it is the uh, resultant mindset that developed within him over time that is the core of his masculine energy. But it's also true that any man can develop this mindset, even if he doesn't possess exceptional size and looks. I know this to be true. A professor of mine back in graduate school was five foot six, yet I have a distinct memory of him withstanding the verbal attack of an angry and aggressive graduate student while giving a public talk, then verbally neutralizing her aggression by staying settled and setting a boundary. I remember meeting another man at a workshop who was five foot four and balding, yet because of the force of his personal energy, he occurred to me as much larger. I asked him point blank if he knew why that was, and he told me it was because he practiced Krav Maga an intense and violent Israeli martial art for about 10 years and it changed him profoundly. Neither of these men was physically impressive in any way, yet simply because of their energy, I was drawn to them and sure that I'd rather be their friend than their rival. Lastly, it says the reality of, of that short of jaw implants, elevator shoes and steroids, you aren't going to transform yourself into being a hunk. So your path to a strong masculine <laughs> core is going to Dance have to start hunk. from inside. You feel me? <laughs> so your path me. to a strong masculine core is going to have to start from inside. My guidance to you is to stop worrying about what you don't have and focus on the teachings I will share with you in this book. And while you're at it, stop assuming that physically imposing men with whom you've come into contact with are masculine. These projections only give you the undeserved power over you. You feel me? So, um, I feel that, you know, um, my brother is six two two fifty. you know, big dude, tough guy, football player. Um, but he doesn't use that to, to exert his personality, his masculinity. He's actually a sweet, soft-spoken dude, you know what I'm saying, really gentle and and, and, and can calm you in, in times of, of stress and everything like that, you know, um, as opposed to other big dudes who want to use that to intimidate you, to impress you, you know, to, to, to get a one-up over you. To see a man that big not use his size as any type of sense of personality really humbles me. And I'm just realizing that now about my brother. He was never, you know, he never cared about the fact that he was a big dude. He worked for it, but never used that, you know. Um, also, no little dudes, you know, five feet five guys, you know, who got a lot of power, you know, a lot of stature and a lot of strength. And it ain't because they are intimidating. You, you know, you don't think they can beat your ass, but you would never try them. Because certain men just walk a certain way. You know, the whole idea of real recognizes real. You know what I'm saying? I, I know that to be true through and through. I was in Queens, New York, sure. two o'clock in the morning, walking to a to a to trying to find a Swisher. They don't sell Swishers in New York, so you know you can't you gotta get a no, Dutch. You know I'm in New Dutch, York trying bro. to find a Swisher, to... bro. Man, hey, yep, I had to get could, a Dutch. If you would have, if you would have told me that, I would have told you that. Like, I, I ain't never hey, been out there. I was... But everybody that I've known from the East Coast, they always bought Dutch Masters to the to the match. For real, it was so. Dutchess, Phillies, everything but Swishers. You know what I'm saying? But I digress. So I, I was I was on Linden, the same street that Nas and DMX is walking down on in Belly and shit. When DMX is stressing about he ain't got no dope for Ox, um, I was on Linden two o'clock in the morning because our our you know we got in town late and I decided to still go get a blunt, and I'm walking down, you know Linden Avenue in Queens, New York, two a.m. And for some reason, I didn't feel like weird or worried or like. I'm not worried about nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it's the whole idea of real, recognized, real. Like shit, my fuck ain't gonna see me as prey. If you don't project yourself to this world as prey, you know, no one's gonna try to, you know, what I'm saying, be a predator to you. They're gonna respect another lion when they see another lion. You feel me? Nobody's gonna try to test you and touch you 
and put their hands on you, whatever the case, mentally or physically. So I think it's important to us as men, we learn how to have that confidence <clears throat> and truth within ourselves to where you could drop <clears throat> in any hood, in any jungle. And I'm going to realize sure. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm one of the soldiers like the rest of them. I'm not a savage like the rest of them like I used to be, but I'm still a soldier mentally and physically. And things we go to in our life uh, mentally have to provide a physical strength, you know, a, a reassurance. Like, motherfucker, you know what I've been through? I'd be damned, you know what I'm saying? If, if if you if you think you can tear me down by intimidating me with your looks or flexing on me or talking down to me, you know? But there are mm-hmm. women you have a conversation with and they'll use their intelligence against you. You'll get flushed in a conversation and they'll, you know, you know, you can't even say the things you want to say. It's always, ooh, an hour later, ooh, I should have said this, <laughs> you know? But a lot yeah, of that comes because they got the... five brains and they can <laughs> think about five things at once. Right. Us not having it's that hard. comfortability within ourselves goes a long way. So we have to, you know, reserve ourselves. Sometimes take some time alone, fast. And I don't mean literally like physically fast from food, fast from people, fast from social media, fast from whatever it is. Sure. That's making you feel weak, you know, and, and, and um discipline. As much as I know mm-hmm. Andrew Tate is a hot topic right now and he, you know, say what you want about him. He had a lot of good points. A lot of good points. A lot of great points. You know Bro. what I'm saying? He he's got a lot of he's got a lot of brawn to his uh his his arguments and stuff, mm-hmm. but he's he's just right. He's he, he's right about, about a lot of stuff. I mean, like, said, I, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, he he said the things, the way I feel in the morning has absolutely no bearing on the things that I do. You know, he was like, I'm not. You know. It, he told Adam, like, you know, you're not always going to feel motivated. Motivation isn't the, the thing. You're not always going to feel motivated. It's discipline. He said, you think a person who trains every day is motivated to want to do that, to want to get up? No, they're disciplined, you know, and discipline is the main key to becoming, you know, successful in this world. You can discipline yourself with an art or with a craft and just, you know, yep. block out everything else to focus on that and you will become successful. It's when you let everything else in your life and, you know, the emotions and everything and all the, the tornado of bullshit that you can't focus on with one thing you want to be disciplined on, you know, and we all have those things, whether it's a hobby you want to get better at, a craft you want to become professional in, a career you want to become successful in. You have to be disciplined in the act of getting it done, of the act of balancing your day properly to be able to do these things, you know? And that's something that I'm definitely um, in the middle of. That's where my, my issues lie. It's not the commitment, not the motivation. It's disciplining myself, not letting comfort living fall into place. Ah, oh, shit, life's been hard the last couple of years. I'm just going to relax today. <laughs> yeah, you know relax, what I'm saying? Yeah. And, shit, and sometimes yeah. <laughs> I just know it's necessary, you know, but it's not if you want to get to a certain point, you know? So that's definitely where I am right now in 2023 is discipline. Disciplining myself financially, uh, uh, physically, you know, uh, just motivating myself to always um, doing what needs to be done. Having a checklist and checking it off every day, no matter what comes in my way. It's easier said than done, but I'm definitely working on it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, What I'm starting to realize more and more every day is that, like, I've, I've been reading a book also myself um it's called of boys and uh of is i think it's of boys and men and um the thing that struck me the most and i've only gotten through 10 pages of this book and they talk about the the rapid success of economic success in women from 60 50 60 years ago to now and there was a number in there man i don't want to say the wrong number um i think it was like 13 percent back in like the 60s of women 
went to work. And I think now that percentage is over 40. Mm-hmm. So when you, you got to think about like the, the society painted a man back then of, okay, we're the breadwinners. We come home, you cook, you clean, you do this, you do that. And I just handle making the bills, you know, making, making the money for the bills and we take trips and whatever. But now the roles are reversed. Now there's a lot of women that are going to work. They are independent. They don't have to rely on a man, which that's what the, the movement was for, right? You know? Like, so when you think about that and you think about how fast that changed, I just think a lot of us, and that's that includes me, that includes a lot of women, they don't look at both sides of it. And we don't either. You know what I mean? Like, it is okay for a woman to make more money than a man. But society has, like, got this thing in our heads where that's not right. You need to be more of a man. And blah, blah, blah. So now we stress ourselves up. We try and figure out a plan to elevate ourselves over somebody that we love. Now, how does that make sense? So basically, basically, basically what I'm getting at is that like things have changed so quickly and women have achieved so much success, especially in the workforce, that we can't handle it. We cannot handle it. I think that's that type of energy starts in the household, too. You know, like, sure. Does is if that is the case, does the woman make that man feel less than because of it? You know, um, is he subconsciously doing that to himself, or are they perfectly fine with it? You know what I'm saying? They exactly. Both I've been in both situations in my life to where there was times where I wasn't working as much as my fiance was was not taking care of the bills, but she was making more. Then there's been other times like now to where I bring in more money, and you know what I'm saying, and I take care of more of the bills because I make more money. And I don't think it's ever, thankfully yet, ever was like a who cared you know what i'm saying like i don't yes. really think i care or not you know it was just exactly. long as things get taken care of but you're completely right there are people that care profusely about that type of stuff you know exactly they're still worried about roles in life you know and but but then there's the flip side of it of how yeah it wasn't like the, the man wanted to not be the brand one because in the fucking 80s especially the black man you know when the yes, 80s that's when sure. reagan threw all the black niggas in jail he threw everyone in jail <laughs> basically you know, you know all like, the black men get locked up they're they're leaving the household now the woman has no choice but to be the brand winner now and, and that's the same thing happened back during the war times but she respected while her man was gone so she held it down exactly. they, 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 so they, they played baseball down. a league of their own you know what i'm saying but now it's like there's a resentment oh these niggas ain't shit you know i should not do this right. shit you know so right. ooh, ooh, ooh. and now For they're sure. subsidizing all the femininity that they actually have inside them to be more masculine and that's the exact thing that my book is telling us that's happening in this world that yep. is keeping the relationships toxic because we're not able to uphold our 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 in the bargain but the roles have been so switched, it's like it's way more uh, hard for a man yes, to be on the bro. other side of it because that woman will tell you about yourself. You know what I'm saying? And, like, <laughs> the circumstances about, and the circumstances and let, may not be that clear-cut Let you know dry. for sure. Let yeah. you know. Get the point across for sure. You know what I'm saying? Especially if they're making more money than you. 
and 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 when I and when I look at the when I look at this book and you know I'm like I said I'm only ten pages in that's why I'm just like oh my god I just started reading it like a couple days ago I just ain't been able to pick it back up but I just got to thinking like how many women have went went to work make more than the man or the man is out here trying to you know fulfill some like dope boy dreams or something like that and getting in jail and stuff like that like these are all issues that men you know what I'm saying like used to go through it's like the roles have literally reversed you know what i'm saying but we didn't notice it when did it when did it reverse when when did everything switch you know what i'm saying but that's yeah. where society comes in and that's where how it's built you know what i mean so we have to recognize each other's side if we ever going to get over that toxicness that you talk about so like bro like i don't know just reading this has really opened my mind to a lot more things and understanding uh, female uh, leadership, male leadership, uh, understanding that alpha, uh, alpha, being an alpha is not just being a male. You feel me? Like that's it's perfect. It's, it's, yeah. So true. like <clears throat> it's like gender uh, inequality will only rise if we don't understand one each other. Period. That's a perfect segue into what I was going to say next, because literally the next chapter what well, being the next paragraph i was going to read starts like this another prominent archetype of that is the alpha dog this is the same as a, our as our de definition of a masculine leader an alpha dog is unquestionably in charge he dominates others with little regard for their feelings everyone else is expected to fall in line the alpha awful also often excuse me gains his position through superior uh, uh, physicality intellect or aggression yet masculinity as i presented is not predicated on being superior or more aggressive it is about purging your own anxiety and fear making choices <clears throat> instead of reacting setting direction <clears throat> and taking care of others you know the degree to which you are in charge is based on how grounded you are and how well you inspire trust from those around you particularly your woman the alpha dog fights his way to the top but the truly masculine man naturally rises to the top as others see him living the qualities outlined in the blueprint you feel me so it's just, you know, you can get that same sense of control yes, and sir. leadership, you know, by, by, you know, communicating and, and, and being a partner as opposed to, you know, and that's the part about Andrew Tate that's not <laughs> coming across properly. Is he, yes, that for alpha sure. dog aspect of him, he doesn't give a fuck. He's going to project that because he's already made it and he doesn't care. I've seen him talk compassionately. I've seen someone ask him a question. He goes, no, 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 no. I don't think that, and I actually, you know, love women. I think they're the most you know, important thing on this earth, you know, and but, <laughs> but he's at a point in his life where he feels like, you know, he's a top G, like he says, you know what I'm saying? And that affects, you know, the way that other people see you. He may be a nice guy, actually, but the world is not seeing him as that. And now with all the bullshit going on, him getting arrested, the uh, the, the potential rape allegations, that's all fucked up, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, the trafficking it's too bad shit, with a person yeah. like that. Right, a person like that, right, who has all this power and potential and ability to teach people, gets brought down to that, that that level that man should have been able to, to 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 be powerful and to teach and then bring a whole generation of men out of their fucking slump i feel like you know what i'm saying because he mm -hmm. said a lot of the issues over here in the west is all mental it's all mental he's been around the world you know what i'm saying it's, people over here we're mentally fucked up we let you know social media is toxic instagram is not good for our, our lives we shouldn't mm -hmm. be scrolling instagram and <laughs> we should be you, know, sure. living you see i deleted life. facebook bro just for that simple reason 
Yeah, man. That shit is toxic, club, bro. <laughs> it's important. I've deactivated that bitch for six months at a time, and it's the best time of my life. I'll reactivate it because, like, there's some business-wise that I just can't do on my page. I have to do it on a regular one, and now I'm back. And now I'm immediately re regretting it type shit. You know what I'm saying? So I completely understand, bro. You don't need it. I'll keep Messenger. You can still reach me. But far as yeah, having sure. my own news feed to scroll of people's personal opinions and news, no, give me a newspaper. G give me, a, 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 you know, an actual, there's a, there's a, there's a website. Yeah. Sorry, that I subscribe to called Morning Brew that sends me an email every morning that gives me all the major points of what's going on in the world that I chose from categories to what's going on with the House of Representatives to what's going on with the stocks to what's going on with entertainment everything that I'm into it gives me all the breakdown and in 10 minutes I can read all of it have all my talking points for today if I bump into someone who's also you know interested in current events and know what's going on and then I'm, I'm out and I'm, I'm I'm, I'm moving forward with my day as opposed to Facebook where you go there for that same reason subconsciously you want to know what's going on you want to be in the loop you want to be you know, involved in shit but now you you see Karen's opinion about this and I didn't mean to say Karen on probably me I literally know a woman named Karen but now you're seeing you know people you care about opinions on shit that make you think less about them the fucking viral videos I think is the worst thing about social media period it's a time sucker TikTok by itself don't get me wrong I learned a lot, and a lot on TikTok and I've seen a lot of beautiful heartwarming stories and a lot of good laughs but the idea of constantly going to our phone for entertainment as opposed to looking in front of us to what's actually happening in our life is, is damaging to, I think, a lot of men who are supposed to be on the fucking grind right now. I can see if your life is great, you good already, but if you ain't got anything you need, then what you doing? It's like, yeah, me. It's like niggas who, who want to smoke weed when they broke. It, 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 I heard a line that fucked me up. It's like, why you want to get high when you're broke? And I was like, <gasps> it's like, oh <laughs> shit, like, what are you doing? Man. You know, what are you celebrating? What do you, what do you, what do you, get up, you know, go, go accomplish something first. You know, don't spend your last on something that's not going to bring you anything but temporary happiness. You know what I'm saying? We got to put in real work. And I hope 2023 is that for everybody. 23 is a W, you know, in Supreme Alphabet. And whenever I think of W's, just to remember, I think of Michael Jordan. You feel me? Just to, to, to make sure I can remember what 23 years it's a w and i want everyone to get w's this year if you ask me the last couple years was an l <laughs> i had an l the last couple <laughs> years bro i came in fucking front you know this year i'm trying to really manifest those w's and that comes from discipline and dedication like we were talking about earlier facts 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 and I, you know the one thing i want to touch on with uh social media is that when like people literally live their lives through it even if it's a lie you know what I mean? Yeah. So like all the stuff that you're scrolling through, we're not we're not made to like just take in all this information like that because ninety percent of it is useless. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like you said with the viral videos and, and TikTok and stuff like that. You get these viral videos and now people are acting like this and acting like that. And now it's, I'm trying to one up you and one up you. And now now we're content creators. And so now yeah. you spend all day thinking of how to create content when there's so much more life out there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, have you talked to a loved one today? Have you gone see him? When's the last time you went and seen your mom and your grandmama? When's right. the time you visit your auntie or something like that that really care about you or something like that? Like, man, we put all this stuff in front of us. It's just like I, I said last week with the with the jar, the sand, the pebbles, and the golf balls. If you put the sand in first, which is all irrelevant shit, how are you going to have room for the golf balls and the pebbles? The important people and the important stuff in your life. So, yeah, I... I I took that social media diet because I, I used to hear you say it all the time. And I used to always think like, you know, I, maybe I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm victim to that. And then I started, yeah. you know, I, I, and then I started making excuses for it. Not You're even right. realizing <laughs> I'm making excuses like, oh man, you know, I got family on there. 
Well, right. yeah, of course. Motherfucker, yeah. I also got a phone a number in the phone. If you really want to, you know, keep in t- contact with me, you can just call me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. we're, yeah, we're, or email me or something. So, like, I thought, I'm like, you know what? Fam is right. I'm going to try this, man. Ever since I've had that off my plate, like, I do still go on Twitter. But, mm. you know, it it's not like Facebook was the thing. You know what I mean? I sit there and I scroll, waste about 45 minutes. I, I have to take a shit, take the shit in 10 minutes, still in the bathroom for 45. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like that's that I just wasted that much time looking at my phone and that's what they want for me. You know what I mean? Not to be productive, rot my mind with this stuff. Oh yeah. So oh, it's like, yeah. man, yeah. it's just, I don't want crazy, you to find bro. your power and to, 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 to be disciplined in your craft, to become better and successful. And then to pass that knowledge to somebody else, you know, if we all did that, we will be unstoppable. But now, you know, we we're, we're busy on TikTok. We're busy learning the new dance craze. Mm-hmm. We're busy reading about the new scandals, you know, as opposed to building yes, ourselves up. And that's cool if you're at 19, 17. I mean, niggas like us in our 30s, no, 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 no. no. I can see and if look you how are much... where you want to be. I'm not where I want to be in my life right now, so I need to be disciplined. I need to strategize. I need to attack. I can't just be comfortable living no more. Just happy to be here, like we said in episode 43. I need to attack you know, and 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 and, and dis- discipline myself. I can still have fun. Life's not going to be boring, but with discipline, there's certain things I have to get done. And no matter what you feel, you should get those things done because everything else after that will feel so much more better. You know, the same thing that you feel you you know that oh I shouldn't be doing this. I can get done those proper things in my life. Then go do the other things, and not feel as bad about it. You know what I'm saying? So I just need to just discipline myself. You know, and that goes a long way. And I and I know it's it's. Right now, it's just these are just words, but the action that comes after that will manifest a comfortability and a confidence within myself that hopefully can't be ignored. You know, I be, you know, I sometimes, you know, your girl will yell at you or something or she'll, you know, talk down to you. And it's like, sometimes I go, man, you know, how dare they or how dare she or whatever the case. But then I wonder, what type of expect are you re- expecting in this household? Okay. Well, do you think you deserve that respect yet? Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Have you been putting in the work to keep that respect? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, well, you know what? Uh-huh. Let me just let me just get on my ass and take care of myself and make sure I'm good. So anyone around me will be damned to have to talk down or have anything negative to say about me because I know for a fact I'm putting my best foot forward. You know, it's like you you wouldn't allow someone to talk down about you if you know it's complete and utter bullshit. When there's truth inside of it, you can't do shit but go, okay. You know what I'm saying? Especially in a mm-hmm. relationship. You know, so it's important that we have, you know, reality about ourselves and truth about ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's important. It's very important. And I'm glad that we're all here having these conversations. I'm glad it's not something that we ignore in this day and age, you know, especially, you know, me and you. We're, we're doing our part and putting this positivity into the air and it's made mental health into the cycle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want to thank y'all so much for hanging out with us. We are not done yet, but we are here on Stereo, guys. Live on Stereo. Live. For Men's Mental Health Monday, episode 50. We got Rashad Radio in the motherfucking building. What it do, family? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go ahead and see what Rashad talking about here on Men's Mental Health Monday. Once again, guys, if you're listening to this uh, this broadcast on stereo, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Google Podcasts, you are able to be a part of this conversation live if you are listening to us on stereo on Mondays, 1.30 Central Time. Uh, make sure you follow us for any schedule changes, but the cool thing about stereo is that you're able to leave a message and be a part of the conversation. So I want to say what's up to Rashad Radio and invite him into the room and see what he got to say. Shout out to Vinny and my guy 
Guide Pro Fitment and Mental Health, episode 50. Woo! It's 50. Yeah, it's 50. Let me stop bouncing on these stereo streets and just let the phone chill and listen to y'all. Um, so shout out to y'all. Happy New Year to y'all, too. I don't know if you're ready to do a House of Hip Hop tomorrow, Pittman. If not, yes, we can do it not next Tuesday, but Tuesday after that, 24th, I think. But if you want to try I'm one out tomorrow, let me know. Review. I'm here listening, though. Shout out to y'all. Big love, famo. Yes, I came off work tomorrow night. I, I got my schedule from Sunday to Wednesday like a goofy right now. But a lot of Tuesdays I'm off. So maybe I'll tell them just make it Sunday, Monday, anyway, Wednesday, and I'll keep that Tuesday open, depending. You know what I'm saying? But for sure, I'm off tomorrow. So let's make it happen. Schedule it up. House of Hip Hop, we are back 2023. We actually got more from Rashad Radio. Real talk, Pittman. I said that to my lady yesterday. I was like, baby, you don't respect me like you used to. And she's been teasing me about it, talking about I don't respect her. But that shit's real, man. True indeed. I, I, I expect a certain amount of respect regardless of how much I bring to the table uh, financially. Just because my presence alone is rich and worth it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big, big person on like, yo, we don't got to do this. Whether it be friends or relationships or family. Like, if you ain't rocking with me, we ain't got to rock. If you don't respect me, don't force it. I, I don't force respecting people. I don't kiss ass to nobody. I don't put nobody, you know what I'm saying? Treat others you like to be treated type shit. But this whole idea of like, how much respect do I expect? I don't expect to be treated like a king, but I expect to be respected the same way any man who is trying his best to raise a family and be there for his woman. You know what I mean? Regardless mm-hmm. if I'm Elon Musk rich, or I'm Earl from around the corner who trying to go half on the sack, Rich. <laughs> true indeed. Yeah, true indeed. Especially when it comes to love and relationships. Like, yo, if you love me, what I provide financially should technically have no bearing on your love for me. Maybe your opinion of me, but your love for me? I thought we established that that's here, that you feel that for me. So I expect love in all situations, even in in, in, in turmoil turmoil even in pain even even in anger love should still be there just because you are mad doesn't mean your love should disappear and a lot of women do that they get pissed off and it's like fuck you i don't care about anything i've said yesterday about how you're the best man in the world or about how you so good to me today you ain't shit and i can't stand you and that shit will be daunting on a man well i thought you just said i was a great dad i was a great father and that you appreciate me you know but today i ain't shit because you stubbed your toe or because whatever the case you know what i'm saying like these things are dangerous so it takes a strong man to be able to weather that storm and duck weave 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 that type of shit know when you know hey whoa wait wait and ring and in Hopefully you got that respect and power in your home to where when you try to rein it in, it's respected. But hold on, wait, yeah, let me, let me remember, let me remind myself, this is the man that I committed myself to, the person that is busting his ass for me and my family, and he deserves that. So, you know, we all deserve that type of skirt in a fight to remember, hold on, wait, I do deserve respect, I do deserve love. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and this day and age of man, from what I know, the men that I keep myself around, we, we, we love to show our women that love. We love to, to remind our women how much we appreciate them. You know what I'm saying? But nowadays, on the flip side, it's less and less popular for women to do that. They forget more and more how much that shit means to us. Shit, I, I, want, I want affection, too. I want to be reminded, too. You know what I'm saying? And it's like a lot of times we're the only ones doing that. You know, it, it, it's a thin line, you know what I'm saying, to walk. I feel you, brother. And I'm thanks asking, for being here, dog. You know. I'm asking 21 questions. You know what I'm saying? Since it's episode 50, 
If I fell off tomorrow, would you still love me? <laughs> if you didn't smell so good, would you still love me? Like, yeah, bro. Like, for me, like, when it comes to, like, uh, it comes back to where we was going to, like, the gender equality thing. Um, like, some uh, some people need to realize who's the alpha and who's not. It ain't, and it ain't no certain sex. And it's not even got to be overall. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if my woman knows something about makeup, and I go in, I ain't about to go in there Debo. Like you need, you know what I'm saying? She <laughs> right. she gonna be the alpha of this situation. She gonna have to lead. Right. And I think, well, oh, as a man, it's hard. Sometimes it can be hard for a man to trust a woman to lead in a situation. And so a motherfucker even fake it till you make it, and, you know, just to show you know masculinity. So I really yeah. have to. It's really just just the roles, man. Make sure you know your role, man. It's not that hard, you know what I'm saying? And right. shut your mouth. <laughs> A place place where um, a household where disagreements aren't allowed isn't built on understanding. It's built on control. You know, we don't want to control one another. We want to understand one another. Supreme understanding is love. You know, I understand you to the fullest bit, you know, and that, that comes from having knowledge about you and hearing your wisdom to getting an understanding. You know, that's not so we can accumulate overnight. And I think it's important that relationships that have stood the test of time like mine is, is 10 years strong and we're happy and in love you know that those things are paramount you know what I'm saying that the, the experience that i have with a person goes a long way you know and and knowing how to react or how to respond to these things all are paramount that comes back to our men's mental health to what we have to deal with and a lot of things the things we deal with are things that we have created a lot of the problems that we have to deal with in life are things that we have made happen ourselves we're putting up with the result of our actions you know, a man who a man who is disciplined and on his shit all day will probably have less trauma that he has to deal with because he's disciplined. And he's not creating these things. Now, granted, life throws curveballs at you. You know, curveballs come all day, but you have to, you know, train yourself daily to be able to dodge and weave them things when they do come. And if you get hit by one, know you're strong. You can keep going. You know what I'm saying? So, I just hope that we're all putting in the individual work mentally. You know, to make sure that you know we can expect that out of ourself when the test has been put in front of us you know um i didn't do my homework all the time as a kid but i always passed my test and i used to look at that as a cool thing you know i was like ah, ah. but what if i would have done my homework maybe the test wouldn't have been as stressful <laughs> you know what i'm saying maybe it would have been a breeze you know so i'm just gonna work harder on being disciplined and getting my mental homework done daily whether it's exercise whether it's reading whether it's eating good whether it's you know fasting for certain things to where my output can be easier and less stressful because i want to work smarter not harder i want to make life easier you know what i'm saying but i don't want to lack in the my ability because i want easy life that just comes from having a hard childhood you know what i'm saying so we still have to put in work you know because we our kids you know we want them to have a good childhood so the work never stops you know what i'm saying so to each his own it depends on what you want out of life and what you're going to do to get it you know what i'm saying i don't know I know I got a lot of faith in this though. I got a lot of faith in this day and age and, and, and of the brothers nowadays and the things that we're dealing with. And I do believe that, you know, if we all keep busting our ass, we can make the best out of all this. You know what I'm saying? I really do believe that. In this new year, we should all start this year thinking that. It's the first year, you know, the first month of the year, the knowledge month, you know, let, let, let's build from here. You feel me? For real. By this time next year, where can we be? Episode 100 and, you know, something on uh, men's mental health. You know, uh, you know, ads, you know, big sure mics and broadcasts, you know what I'm saying? And everything could be good if we dedicate ourselves and discipline ourselves to our work. 
which I know we're going to do. So I'm excited to see what this year can bring. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like 2023 is going to be the year for the uh, for, for us to win, man. And I'm not just talking about men. I'm just talking about people in general, man. I feel like we got to go into this year. We got to build on character and principle. You know what I'm saying? And that one thing that my fam talked about earlier is discipline. You know yep. what I'm saying? I know that's a little Andrew Tate thing, but yes, get discipline and good habits. True indeed. 2023, y'all. Men's Mental Health Monday. <sighs> y'all know what the fuck going on. Number love, I am Pro Pittman here with my brother, my partner in peace, not my partner in crime, Vinny the Great. We thank you guys for being here with us, for celebrating this monumental 50th episode of Men's Mental Health Monday. And we are just getting started. Trust that. Just getting started, guys. So much love. Vinny, I hope you have a great day and a great week, sure, my brother. Bro. You too. I'll make sure I'll be in tune and see you in person. You know what I'm saying? And try to get in tune Come and catch through. up. You know, and then we'll we'll keep rocking it out. It's a new year, you know. Uh, possibilities for greatness. Let's just grab it and attack it and make the best of it. You know what I'm saying? True indeed. It's for sure, man. It's love to you and your family over there, man. I hope y'all have a good week. I'll see you soon. And if I don't see you soon, I'll see you here on Mondays, 1.30. Check us out, man. Men's Mental Health. 251 Radio. Play your favorite show. Yeah. Vinny the Great, Pro Pitt. You know, we appreciate it's been y'all. Great, man. It's been we great, always start great these talk. shows with a piece. We always end these shows with a peace. Peace. Number love. To the Middle East. Peace. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Love. See y'all soon. Love.